Hi, welcome to D and a D, the father-daughter podcast, where we talk about family, business, travel, society, health, technology, and anything else you can think of. You'll learn about new and different topics from a teen, daughter, and student's point of view, plus an adult, father, and business coach's point of view. Dad, are you ready? Let's do it. So sit back and enjoy these mind-buzzing discussions. Hi, Adi. Hello. How are you? Good, how are you? Good. Today's a little bit of a hard topic. Mm-hmm. I know it's not your favorite topic to talk about. Can you tell me what it is and why? Recently, the topic of the Holocaust has come up in the past week or so. As mm-hmm. a memorial international yeah. day of the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. And all the events that happens around the world about it. And we decided to bring our own perspective, allowing me to ask your perspective about it, bring some insight as a family history about it, and really understand the importance of it and how is it relevant to our time and our society. Should we start? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. So what do you think is the impact of the events? especially the young people, both during and after the war, World War II, between 1939 and 1945? I think, obviously, the, the world was so, so, so different before the Holocaust for not just the Jewish people, also everybody else. In which aspect? Everything. The society, money, um, inventions, technology, too. Health, like minerals, chemicals, all the way people interacted with one another, the way people viewed the world, it's all changed completely during the war. And after, I think we understand the world more and the Jewish people are now more sort of opening their minds to trying to understand more of what happened. They're trying to understand deeper the effects of it and how to expand on the new ideas and things that were found after. Okay, but I, I hear you, but let's just, for the audience, let's put it in, in the numbers perspective. World War II, if you don't know about it, that's time to Google it, starts in 1939 and end in May 1945. Between two main players, Germany and Russia, over 50 million people died. Soldiers, civilians, and in between. But inside this tragical tragical war, the Jewish nation, which used to be about 14, 15 million total around the world, lost in over five years more than a third of the entire population. Over 6 million people, as we know, died, not soldiers, just population, died brutally by what's called by Adolf Hitler and Eichmann, the final solution. It was, despite all the busyness about the world, they've been so focused 
to wipe the nation of the Jewish people around the world. And despite the fact that Jewish nation suffered through the years from Babylonians, from Romans, from Greeks, from any country, basically, from Egypt, we can go on and on. But that's our last memorable, tragical, tragical, huge event that really defined our history, that really defined a, a major fact of creating the state of Israel and creating the fact that where the Jewish nation around the world is now. And the way people tolerance or not tolerating anti-Semitism, the way people are observing the Jewish nation and how people hoping that this will never happen again. So my question to you is, you as a representative of the younger generation, why is it so important to learn about it? Why is it so important to learn about the World War II and about the Holocaust specifically? I think you said I we are the young people. That means that we are the next generation, the new generation of all the new worldwide conflicts. And we are the future of the world, this generation. So all the conflicts, all the, let's hope not, wars that are going to happen, let's hope not, we are going to be responsible for that. We are going to be the ones that are given on a silver platter the chance to change or not. So we have to learn about it, study it, understand it fully, and take on upon ourselves the changes that we should do, how we can help the world to never, ever come to a place like this again. So how in reality we can work to prevent a future genocide or this heroic occurrences or events? I have no idea, honestly. <laughs> so first, I think as an education and understand and treasure and document every single survival because they are real survivors that are out there. By the way, as the last time I checked, we are in almost mid-2023. It's only about 100,000 Holocaust survival that live today. Most of them are beyond 90 years old, which means, and <laughs> sorry, in 2021, it was 300,000. So they're shrinking. The population of the Holocaust survival are shrinking tremendously. Which means in not too many years from now, unfortunately, there's not going to be any survival person who, we can who will be alive to tell the story. So I think it's our mission as a second and third and fourth generation like yourself from the Holocaust to document to research, to visit the places, to turn it into a, a real part of our, our own identity so we can pass it on to our next generation. Not because we want to make the sufferness of it. We want to take that, learn from it, and pass it on as a learning process. Mm -hmm. So we can teach others and we can be aware and alarm about what can happen to a society that on one hand the German nation used to be the biggest leader 
in Wagner music, in a classical music, in the restaurant, in in any aspect of, of society. And in few dozens of years, they turn into the most evil creature that could done such a thing, terrible thing, to other nations. So just observing and understanding how potentially evil a nation could be, which by the way also means that people can be so good because one is against another. The strongest evil could be means also a strongest greatness could be. So our job is educate ourselves, aware about it, talk about it, remember that, and make sure the rest of the Holocaust survival is still with us, live the rest of the life in dignity, in freedom, and in honor. What role do you think technology and social media play in shaping how we remember and learn about the Holocaust and World War II? Wow, it's a great question. I think technology brought tremendous effect on the Holocaust memorable. I don't know if you watched uh, a few years ago, it was uh, the story of Anna. Anna, that was the story like similar to Anna Frank, but on Instagram, what it would be if Anna Frank or a similar girl in your age had an Instagram page, Mm -hmm. how her life would look like. And that that took a, I, I really recommend you to watch it. Befriend, follow, follow that page. That's one example of, tremendous work that happens the world becomes so small everything could be translated to any language in an instant but on the other hand and that's the dangerous part and that's really where the human being needs to play a part a strong movement become in the last few dozens of years claiming that the holocaust is a false Mm -hmm. so on one hand is to claim that holocaust is a false when we have real survivors and real people with real tattoo on their hands from Auschwitz-Birkenau next to us, and knowing that by knowing our grandfathers and our grandmothers and knowing our family history, that's one way. But a hundred years from now, your grandchildren, like imagine what happened today in AI that we can create, AI can create any photo, any video. It will be much harder to prove that, oh, look at this video from this camp. That could be a fake video. Even today, it's hard to prove what it's reality and what's fake. Hollywood creates tremendous effects that you don't know what really happens or what not. So the fact that we are treasuring the real stories, we are treasuring the first memorials, the first proof from this s- sacred survivals that will sustain from father to father, from father to son, and will pass it on as a flammable torch between generations. And we can spread it out by using technology. What do you know about our Holocaust family story? Your grandfather, my great-grandfather, um, he and his wife, um, they, right before the Holocaust, or right when it was just starting, they fled on a train to... I don't know, something like that, and they fled, and then they escaped right, they were on the train for a few weeks, no food, no water, and they right escaped, they escaped from the war, and then started a family. The great, that's great, but you see, you're missing some facts. Yeah. Okay? That's the so, general. So, I just, as you see, your grand-grandfather is still alive, mm-hmm. and the importance is... To understand that we're still missing a fact and treasure the time that he's around to ask the question to learn the fact 
to understand exactly what happened. I'm, I'm creating a documentary movie for the past 10 years and put it in writing and interview as much as I can and put the information on, on maps and look to, into archives. And that's what most people in my age doing around the world. They're looking in the history of, of their parents and their grandparents to really document it in the best way. So your generation and your follow generation not going to have a kind of story. We have exact story. So we're not going to go that in details, but my grandfather lost his older brother and he lost his father and he had to run away with his mother as a child of 11, 11 years old. And on the other side of the family, we lost 13 brothers and sister of my grandmother, uh, some of them being slaughtered by a German aircraft who just saw a group of people in the, in the field and they just opened a clear fire on them. And if we will start telling real stories, we're going to end up hours and hours. But knowing the fact, that's what really important. Knowing the places where we're coming from, knowing the heritage, that's very important for us. So you can pass the torch to your next generations. And that's, that's why I think it's so important to teach the young generation about the Holocaust. Tell me, I know... Last time we've been in Israel, you refused to go to Yad Vashem, which is the biggest Holocaust memorial museum in Jerusalem and Israel, probably around the world. So what do you think is the role of museums of the Holocaust and the world or two museums playing in, think, the, in the memorial? I think that museums are there to capture all the evidence, to prove it, to explain it, and to showcase it to people who are willing to learn, are willing to fully understand and to continue sharing with the world after they learn these things. So I was in a, a few years ago, mm -hmm. uh, we went to Israel and we went to this um, museum with, um, it's like a histo historical people. It's like behind the, you know, the rocks. We went to visit. Behind? The guy is your friend. Oh, that's the Zionism Museum. Yeah, the yeah. Museum of Zionism, where mm -hmm. there's the, the major historic Israeli people, and it showcases all different things. And like that is a core memory for me. Mm -hmm. And I learned so much from that. And I remember this. It's, I, I can teach it now. So to go to a Museum of Holocaust and to experience it and really feel it you you are you are it's like heartfelt when you go there that's how you mem remember that's how you continue teaching other people just by going to the museum so do you think it has a age like you when should you go to museum where should you expose your friends when they are five six seven ten twenty i think um is so that individuals on this on this on this question um when a year ago about, we lived in Florida, um, 7th or 8th grade, we went to um, I, a school project, I had, um, it was a middle school project where we, we actually had um, Holocaust survivors come, it was called, um, 
the name, something with a name project. Mm-hmm. Name, not number. Name's not number, exactly. And I had to sit, actually interview this really nice lady. She was born, like, right when the Holocaust was over. And she she saw, she remembered as a baby, she remembers these things. And I was about maybe 13. And I think this age is when you really remember these, like, these interviews and these things. So I think teens. Teens yeah. is the time when you developed enough. Enough sh- emotional support. Um, emotional strength to to actually go through it. Would you consider yourself diving into this subject a little bit more and going to more museums and more learning or even eventually participating Mitzad HaChaim which is once a year including IDF representative and official delegation representative who are going to Auschwitz-Birkenau and visiting the crematorium I think right now, personally, yeah. I need to get emotionally stronger mm-hmm. to, to go through these things. But I do believe I could do it in my you, 19 you sh- years old. You do or you should? Both. Okay. Let's, let's open some calendars. <laughs> How do you think internationally an international relationship is impact and all, you know, in the entire di- diplomatic communities? affected by the Holocaust. Hmm? International relationship and diplomatic community, it has any impact from the Holocaust? For sure. How? With just Israel? No, between the relationship of Israel and the rest of the world, the relationship between US, Russia, Germany, well, all the diplomatic community. Is that the same as prior to World War II I think, and I think, the Holocaust? I think lessons were learned politically and like with like countries their ally their allies and all these different things I think lessons were learned from these specific countries they they actually learned a few lessons from the political movements of the Holocaust what happened uh, Russia Germany Britain especially Britain mm-hmm. they they understood so much so now they can take these steps these these steps these precautions in their next political s- steps nowadays that's good and that could be really really bad but i think they they did learn something do you think everybody should learn about the holocaust including jewish and non-jewish part for of the sure. historical books for sure i'm learning online school i'm learning with a non-jewish school i'm learning they, it's, it's, in a few states, it's become a mandatory um, lesson. That, a mandatory subject, but it, it was a fight. It was not, obviously, right? We are over 80 years after, and only now it's becoming... Well, I think now people are recognizing how important this shaped the world that is now. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I do believe everybody should learn about it. Everybody should understand the effects that it took not on just the Jewish people, but also on these specific non-Jewish kids. They they could they could research and find their roots. Their roots, let's say, were from um, Spain. I also recommended to you. It, it was very fascinating to me to learn and watch what happens to kids 
of a third generation in Germany, knowing what their grandfathers did during the war. Like imagine your grandfather was officer, right, who did the terrible things during the war. Now you have to live with that understanding that what exactly happened into your family. Are you responsible for what your grandfathers and grand-grandfathers did? Or are you are a new generation? Is Germany is a new generation right now or no? How's the Arab nation needs to look like? Need to look into the historical understanding of what happens and what's the fear that exists in the Jewish nation around the world. That's very interesting topics that from the society perspective should be taught and learned. Do you have any book recommendation for youth or adults that want to start looking into Holocaust or to understand it a little bit better? Mm-hmm. So one of these books that I, that I was, the school, it was an English class, mm-hmm. middle school. We were taught, we had a whole English, not, not a history class, English class mm-hmm. was a whole, full year about the Holocaust. And we were learning, we read a book called Night by Elie Wiesel. Yeah, Elie Wiesel was an amazing person. He, he, he wrote a lot of books, but one of the books is about the story of himself as a child who was born in 1944 in Auschwitz. It basically tells the story from his own teen perspective, and that's really interesting, I think, to you. Mm-hmm. Imagine and seeing yourself, God forbid, in that these shoes of being a teen during Auschwitz-Birkenau in 1944, where thousands of people have been slaughtered and, and burned alive every day. Mm-hmm. So that's our recommendation? Yep. Right. I want to thank you for this hard topic discussion. Mm-hmm. I want to wish, wish to ourselves both to learn the lessons, spread good around the world, question and treasure any Holocaust survival that we see or we can know about it and make sure he's being taken care of and um, treasure any moment you have with your grandfather who's still alive and is still a Holocaust survivor Mm -hmm. and still has tons tons of stories to tell and uh, don't push away your emotional question and knowledge about it so I guess next time you're in Israel, you will visit Yad Vashem and start maybe planning your trip to Ukraine, Polish. Mm-hmm. Sounds good? Yep. All right. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and want to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and leave a rating and review. And to catch all the latest from us, be sure to follow us on Instagram and LinkedIn. Thanks for listening. See you next time. See you next time.